the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Well, good morning, everybody. Good morning, good morning. 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. And I'm going to take the uh, headphones up just a little bit. How's that? Everybody okay there? Good. That way you can hear yourself talk, so to speak. Gil is our engineer today. He just got out of jail, and uh, he's behaving himself. So that's a good thing. Um, I have guests to keep me in order. I've got Jeremy from uh, Harker's Automotive. I've got Ellen, who actually runs the store. And then I've got Bob, who says he runs the store, but he and everybody else knows that Ellen does. Jeremy, good morning. Good morning. Ellen? Hi. Pull your mic just a little closer to you. That's all. You're okay. All right. And then, and what's it like? I mean, I work around women, too. If she wasn't here, what's it like? I'd be lost. <laughs> okay, fair enough. And you work the front counter, right? I, I do yeah. it all. And when I go even just to get a drink or iced tea or something, he's like, don't go. Please don't go. Yeah. <laughs> so he doesn't. I do everything in the office. Talk to the customers. Take the money. And when the person's on the other side of you and you get to the, that, that hi, tell me what you brought your car in, and they say it doesn't start. I have a series of questions I ask him. You know, okay. is it a crank and no start, or is that you turn the key and nothing? You know, give me some more. So because these guys are relying on me to get all the right information to make their job easier. And I think you'll agree that a lot of times that's going to save them a whole lot of money because, like you said, a no start is cranks over fine but doesn't start. Right. Click no start. Start right. or drag no start, and nothing. Right. And so in, in the absence of that, and the worst part is, is the husband drives the car and he sends his wife in who can't answer all those, but right. he's too busy for that. That's right. And so it's my job to pull as much, or I'll call the husband, you know, I'll, because these guys are relying on me. It makes their job easier. Sure. They need to know what avenue they're looking for, electrical, diagnostic, or. And Bob, how much, if she gives you that information, how much diagnostic time does it save them if at least they'll give us that path? Oh, <laughs> Quite a bit, uh, at least a half an hour. And I, I've said that yeah. many times, at least a half an hour's worth of time, as opposed to my car doesn't start, and they, you say, why, and say, call my husband. Or, or what technician we give it to. That's yeah. the difference. Oh, okay. And do you brag about all of them? We brag about all of yeah. them. Yeah, and so do I. Yes. So do I. Now, we have a guy that does really good alignments, really good alignments, understands them. This guy came in the other day and had a Mustang, and he said... Um, I wanted you to give it to a senior tech, but I don't want anybody to drive it because it has 650 horsepower, and it's just beyond people's capability. And my daughter, Andy, was helping him, and she says, how many horsepower does the Corvette have? We have a twin-turbo Corvette, a Z06, 
And I says, I don't know, a dino at about 800. She says, I'm going to say that to him. I said, no, you're not. Just leave it alone. And he brought his specs in. He brought his own specs in. He had us dial caster out. Oh, no. So so he, I don't know what his return to center is going to be, but he's going to be driving that car all the time. And he wouldn't take any uh, advice. So it was we set it up as he liked it, and we'll deal with that. So will he. But taking uh, three degrees would have been perfect. But he says go to zero or do the best we can oh, to go to zero. <laughs> and so, it, but it's okay. You, every day, Alan, you get somebody that that comes in that wants to direct the repair of their car. Yes, we do get that. Okay. And we're all good at, at fixing that. We're all good at dealing with that. Right. Do you get a lot of ladies come in to tell you their husband said this? Oh, yes. We get that quite a bit. Okay. And uh, if they don't know, again, I'll call. Okay. Or I do the same if they leave an early bird drop-off. We have to call to find out what we're looking for. So we're looking at the right place. Okay. And that's the way it is. 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. We get really busy in the second hour, so now's the time to call in. Again, 602-508-0960. And here's what, uh, here's what we'd like you to consider. We'd like the year, make, and model of the car, how many miles it's got on it, and let's talk about symptoms. What doesn't work is what we've been talking about right now. The guy on YouTube said, or my next-door neighbor said, because they're no better at diagnosing your car than we are, and that's part of the communication is is we're going to ask you questions. And there's three answers, yes, no, I don't know. And that's easy. That's an easy one to overcome. Jeremy is a man. Give me a list of your ASC tests. Master Tech is all eight automotive. Right. Okay, go. So I actually have 12 certifications. The A1 through A8 is your master certifications. Um, A9 is a light diesel certification. Um, after that, you have L1, which is your advanced level performance for um, diagnostic and engine performance of, of gasoline engines. Then I also have the L2, which is kind of the advanced level for diesel. And it actually does get into a little more than the light diesel, which I, we at Larry Harker's, we don't get into big trucks. Big trucks, but And then I also have the X1, which is a uh, exhaust undercar specialist certification, which deals with your, uh, you know, all your exhaust and kind of some of your um, suspension components and stuff like that. So uh, altogether, it comes to 12. I know back when I first started, I've been a master for 20 years. And uh, only know that because when they sent the re-up, it says you've been a master for 20 years. And I said, has it been that long? I don't, mm-hmm. I don't remember all that. But uh, I know every few years it's, it, there seems to be a, another test mm-hmm. that comes up. So it's up, it's up to 12 now that I have. And, uh, you know, you recertify every five years for those. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's, it's uh, definitely challenging, you know, all the, all the tests. You take, take the test and then uh, you recertify, which is the same test, just less questions. And how do you fit into this family? Well, I am the son-in-law, okay. and uh, I have worked for Bob and Ellen for 19 years, and uh, we work we work together really well. You know, I was gonna I was gonna jump in there because Ellen does a great job at, oh, at getting information you. on on all the cars. If you ever wanna if you ever wanna get get to her, you know, you say, hey, you you forgot to write something down because most of the time 
she writes it down and uh, we forget to read it. <laughs> so we uh, we'll no, you don't it. forget. We don't use the word forget. We and did I read it, but I've got going... so many cars on my pay on my toolbox. I enjoy coming back and saying, "Okay, it is down there. Why did you forget it?" But you're not. You're not one of the, you do very well. And how's Bob do? Your husband. Uh, he does very good. He's very... Uh, so he's not part of the problem. <laughs> no. <laughs> I am the problem. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. We all answer to him, believe it or yeah. not. Yep. And, and it is that way. Now, as a master tech, do you get paid more? I think we give everybody like a $50,000 a year for each test. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just wondering if there was anything... Uh, you, that sounds you, like a plan we should explore. You know, you want to send the paramedics in? Yeah. Bob, your father-in-law just had a heart attack. Yep. Well, that's impressive for you to have all of those because you're the first person I've ever met that has all of those. Oh, thank you. And um, I, I want to tell you a quick diesel story. We're up north at the ranch, and one of the cowboys has a 94 diesel 5.9. It cranks, but it doesn't catch. So we put ether in it, and it starts and runs. So at least we know the mechanical side's good, but we know we got some fuel problems. So we're all messing around with it, and we're priming the, the uh, pump on the underside of the car that takes a, a, a magician to hit. And there's a bunch of us there. So we call this mobile technician. His name's Randy. So he comes up, and he's looking at all of us, and he's just shaking his head. And he says, hit the key. And so we hit the key, and he goes, okay, stop. And he goes, hit the key. And it started. Fuel cut solenoid, wasn't That's it? it. Yep. That's it. That's it. We're all looking, what is that? But what was really strange is all of us, and many of us have automotive background, the top of the fuel switch is supposed to be domed epoxy, and it had all come apart. And we're all looking at it, but it doesn't click with anybody. Right. So we had him put the lift pump that we had already bought in it anyway <laughs> and put the, put the, the pump cell in. What would you call it? It's a fuel cut solenoid. Okay. Okay. And uh, there's a rod that goes to it, and if you... Op- manually open it up that solenoid is, is uh weak or not working um it'll start right away and uh i've had multiple of those where they crank over they don't start um when you shut the key off it slams back immediately shuts the engine off and uh sometimes they'll get weak and if you're up north and it's cold you know that solenoid just can't quite quite get it to to pull enough uh electrical circuitry to you know close that the contacts or whatever it is and inside and it won't pull it over and if you get underneath and you have somebody crank it and then you uh pull it over it'll start right away and it's uh pretty easy to to figure out of course when you're out in the middle of nowhere and nothing's real easy to figure out sometimes okay mr big shot (laughs) after after cowboy a lifts the lever and then we're all yucking it up and then the guy that's driving it turns the key off and it doesn't shut off so now somebody's going to have to go put that rod back over because that's why they call it a fuel cut. We're, we're pooping and scooping when this happens because we're all looking around going, whoa, what are we going to do now? But but you're right. Um, w- somebody looked at it and said, oh, well, we just have to lift this because the solenoid p- picks up that rod. And it's not easy to get to. They they kind of stick that thing underneath. You have to put your arm way under where you don't don't really feel comfortable, you know, back where that the, the lift pump and stuff is on the, on the diesels there. So I, I know that nobody likes getting that far deep into them anyway. Yeah. Uh, okay, Gil, we got a caller. Who's that? That would be Manny. Manny, good morning to you. What can we do for you? Good morning, Mark. I've got a 2010 uh, Journey. Uh, Dodge Journey, and uh, a short rundown. It started a couple years back when they had a recall on the ignition switch, had that changed out. Still doing the same thing. 
every now and then. But anyhow, even the emergency <laughs> lights and the horn would go off any time. So I took out the, <laughs> the fuses on the horn. Uh, the hazard lights I can't do nothing about. But now... Uh, hey, oh, Manny, the, Manny, stop, stop. Yeah. Tell us the um, tell us what's wrong with it, okay? You, your path to the repair obviously didn't work, but let's start with the symptoms. What were you working on? Oh, well, right now, the light, the, the switch will go on sometimes, and it'll go off. But what's happening is, uh, as you're going along, it kind of stumbles the... It's, it's like it shifts down, and the tack, you can see where the tack just zooms up. And, it's, okay. you know, my wife says she has to stop, turn it off for a little bit, and then turn it back on. And then it seems like to be working okay until it happens again. Okay, so in a nutshell, what's going on is you're driving down the road, and it's downshifting for no reason. That would be the tack yeah. that's coming up. Okay, you got anything, Jeremy? You got to fix well, this one. It's the first call. If uh, if the tack, the tack goes up, does the car continue to accelerate or are you talking like the tack goes up and it almost feels like it's slipping like the rpms are going but your car isn't going any faster yeah, that's about it yeah so okay let me ask you a question know. it when the tack goes up you don't speed up right or no. do you it does it slip and you slow down a little bit it kind of slows down a little bit yeah so yeah that that's going to be a transmission issue um anytime the rpms go up and either it's neutraling out or feels like it's kind of not going as fast as it was. You have a slipping condition. Now, there's a lot of things that can cause that. Um, if you've had other issues, I mean, it's it's possible to be electrical, but that could be mechanical. That could be any any kind of problem internal to the transmission. Okay, well. so we're going to take a break, man. You stay right there. When we come back, I'm gonna you're going to give me, like, the first three steps. Sure. I already know the okay. first one, though. Okay. Check the fluid. Check the fluid in the first <laughs> okay. one. All right. I, I, don't spot me the second or third one. 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. If you'd like to ask a question, you got three guys here. Bob, how many years of experience do you have? Be honest. 52? <laughs> in car repair. In car repair. I've been at the shop 52 okay, years. Okay, 50, Jeremy. And I'm, let's see. Add this up for me. 97, <laughs> so... That's 22. 22 and 51, and add my 39. Oh. Okay. Good Lord. <laughs> right. How many years do right. you want to add Okay. That? <laughs> I'm going to have to. We're going to have to take a break while we all You're get this ready. Get your calculator. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, 602-508-0960. We'll be back in a minute. Phoenix Body Works is a family-owned and operated collision repair facility that opened in 1982. That's over 35 years ago, helping family and friends with their collision repair needs with unparalleled honesty, integrity, and quality. We have grown into the finest collision repair facility in the Valley of the Sun. We are located on 19th Avenue, one half block north of Deer Valley Road. We're open Monday through Friday, 7.30 a.m. to 5 p.m. and on Saturdays from 9 a.m. to 12 noon for estimates. Give us a call at 623-582-1434 or visit our website at www.phxbodyworks.com, view our YouTube video, or read our Yelp reviews. Remember, it's your vehicle, and you decide who repairs your vehicle, not the insurance company. We work with all insurance companies on your behalf and eliminate the stress of dealing with the repairs. We are not beholden to the insurance company. At Phoenix Body Works, we work for you. It's late. You're driving home and you encounter this. It's a frightening thought, but all the more reason to drive aware, especially at night. 
If you're driving at night, drive defensively and be aware of what's ahead of you. If you see a wrong-way driver, slow down, safely steer away, get off the roadway, and call 911. And if you see a wrong-way driver's sign, take the next freeway exit. Drive aware. Get there. This is attorney William J. Wolf, host of Middle East Radio Forum, heard every Sunday at noon here on 960 The Patriot. This week on Middle East Radio Forum, our guest will be Ted Bellman, creator, publisher, and editor of Israel Pundit, who will discuss President Trump's deal of the century. That's Middle East Radio Forum, Sunday at noon on 960 The Patriot. I started my adventure as an aerospace medical technician. Flight medic in the Air Force Reserve. Satellite system operator. As a space systems operator. And I'm a pilot for the Air Force Thunderbirds demonstration. We team. deliver the world's timeliest environmental intelligence data. Flying to Afghanistan, bringing wounded warriors back to Germany. We take care of injured personnel on a daily basis. And then flying them from Germany back to the States. As a member of the Thunderbirds, I get to be a part of a team that passes on the message of the United States Air Force Reserve to the U.S. and the world. It's a very exciting career. One of the greatest things about the Air Force Reserve is all the different opportunities. The training in the Air Force Reserve is second to none. It gave me the opportunity to go to college. The Air Force Reserve actually paid for my education, which allowed me to commission. It was definitely a bonus. Probably the most exciting thing I've done is support humanitarian relief operations in places like Haiti. The Reserve gave me the opportunity to learn something totally different from what I did. Being able to travel. I enjoy the getaways that I get, and I enjoy the camaraderie and fellowship I share with all my unit mates. We're really close-knit. We're unique. And the Air Force Reserve gave me all those opportunities, and then even more. Start your adventure in the Air Force Reserve. How do we get a diagnosis? What are the stages of the disease? When someone in your life has Alzheimer's. Okay, welcome back. Welcome back, everybody. We should turn on our microphones. 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. Kurtz Automotive is up at I-17 in Bell. Like most of the shops that I can refer you to, they do a good job. They've been open since 1987. And Kurt is surrounded by Eric and Jeff, and the three of them are all ASE masters, and they know what they're talking about, and they know how to diagnose your car. They're not going to guess. And that's because they're not going to guess. Cause they, now, every once in a while, we all have to raise our hands and say, we can't get this. We're going to have to wait till it gets worse and easier to find. But Kurtz is a good place. So if you live up near I-17 in Bell, they work on domestic, foreign, both gas and diesel. That's Kurtz Auto, northeast corner of Bell and I-17. Manny, are you there? Yes, sir. Okay, go right ahead. So anyhow, the transmission I can't get into. Okay, let me... Let me tell you some of the steps we would go. Um, since the transmission is, you got the RPMs raising, there's a couple steps we would do. First and foremost, you check the, the fluid condition and level, and uh, from there you drive it. And what you're looking for is when, when does this happen? Does it happen at a shift? Because um, there's certain things, if it shifts in a certain gear, and that's what's causing the RPM to go up, you could have a, a problem with that gear. You could also have a, a speed issue where it's may, maybe shifting the, the transmission to a lower gear that that's causing it to go, and the reason it feels like it's neutral is because it's not going into the correct gear. Um, so getting exactly what the computer is looking for, what speed it's trying to do, that'll give it an indication of where to go next. From, from there, if it is commanding a gear, um, you got to make sure that you have signals actually getting to the transmission and um, all the electrical portions working. If all that's working, you could have just a transmission internal you know, clutch slippage type of issue. However, if you turn it off and turn it back on, that is 
a little less likely to be the problem. And so another thing, too, is the dipstick would typically tell you how to check it. It'll tell you in drive or in park and hot or cold. Right. And and so, Manny, that's important is that you, you follow the dipstick. And when you talk about transmission, watching the transmission order, I think we we not only watch what's coming in but what's going out. Right. And that's not something the three-whiskered kid at AutoZone can do. Yeah, that's going to take a, a higher-level scanner, somebody that, that has uh, you know a little bit more um, expensive and, equipment, I and guess. And it costs... <laughs> Huh? Yeah, that's that's getting into the thousands of dollars that you, for those types of uh, scanners that can do that. The, the the average little code readers don't don't do um, anywhere near that that level of diagnostics. Well, that that level of diagnostic is we get to go inside and talk and watch the computer and the inputs and the outputs. The code reader, command them. Yeah, codes tell us this: the problem's in Ohio. We have to find the city, the street, and the house number. So the code doesn't tell you anything. It just kind of gives you a general idea. And how many times, Jeremy, have you had an O2 sensor where we had a vacuum leak and it wasn't the O2 sensor? Multiple times. Yeah. Or even an exhaust leak. You know, you get a crack in the exhaust above the O2 sensor and uh, it'll it'll keep thinking the sensor's reading wrong and it's actually, you know, the input that, that sensor signal is bad. And, Bob, how many times, what percentage, just guess, what Move your cord off your mic because you're misbehaving again. Uh-oh. You're misbehaving. Can't take me anywhere. Okay, I know. How many of the, all the O2 sensors that come in, how many of them necessitate an O2 sensor, and how many of them are vacuum leaks, plug fuel filters, exhaust leaks, about what percentage actually needs an O2 sensor? Probably 50%. Yeah. And I'm going to guess 40 because it's about say. half. 40, 50, maybe. And, and how many of them come in with, you lift it up, and it's got all new O2 sensors? Oh, we get a, a lot of those. You know, but the I, light's I've still been, on. I've been there. I've done all this, and it still doesn't work. And I go, well, that's kind of an expensive diagnostic procedure. Yeah, how'd that work for you? Yeah. You know, the kid. But the code reader, that's all it does. It tells you what state it's in. you got to go find it. And the code reader doesn't have that back and forth. Getting back to the transmission, would a manual shift tell you anything on that journey yes actually when you go to the manual shift you know you're locking it into a gear and you can you can basically check each gear individually um sometimes if they're intermittent the the problem what it sounds like manny's problem is if it's coming and going you know there's multiple things it could be but if you can one thing you always run into is if you check everything at the time that it's working you're not going to find anything in particular sometimes they don't even set codes but um you can at least put a a bit of a load on each gear kind of simulate what speeds he was having the issue with and then make sure that you know you don't have a particular gear that's weak you know by just giving it an extra load going a little harder in one gear and uh that that is a a good tool to use anytime you have a, that option of the manual shift because sometimes you can you can quickly tell if you have a mechanical fault. And when you talk about loading it, you're talking about bringing it up high in the RPMs. So bringing up to four, bringing up to three, and even going up a hill if you got you know available to uh, you know give it a little extra load to where it's it's having to hold a little bit more torque than than the average you know nice city driving or just easy driving. You're giving it a little more throttle. You're you're going up a hill. Something like that always puts more load on those clutches inside yeah. the transmission. Hey Bob, is Jeremy from like uh, West Virginia where they have hills? <laughs> Where's he going to go? Camelback Mountain and go up and down Camelback? Well, we've kind of spoiled him. We put a dyno in. Oh, okay. Hey, i got to ask you a question. Is it certified for speed? Uh, no. Okay. No, no. 
We can't find one for certified. I need for to run a truck to certify the 10, 20, 30, 40, 50. And, and we can't find one. It has to do with some legal case. So, anyway, a dyno is pretty good for that oh, kind of stuff. Yeah. And you can load it. And you can climb hills with the dynamometer because you can set the load. Right. And then when your tires start squealing, then Jeremy's pushed too much load into it. <laughs> yeah, you smell it long yeah. before they start yeah. squealing. <laughs> okay. All righty. Dan, you're up. How can we help you? Yeah, good morning, family. Good morning. Good morning. Hi, Dan. Good Dan with the 2019-77 Dodge. Oh, yeah. We recognize you. <laughs> 77 Dodge. Good to hear you all on the radio. Well, we bailed out Bob, um, and we told him him and Ellen could come, but then Bob needed a little help from Jeremy, and then so Jeremy came. They asked me to come along, and I told him it would probably be a good idea so I could push the buttons. And then we have Jeremy's wife here, Carrie, who's just too shy to take a microphone. She keeps me in line, though. I I can't do anything without her. You know, let me tell you a quick story. In your marriage, who's Jack the Ripper and who's Snow White? <laughs> huh? Huh? Well, I I can tell you right now. I know who it is, and I just met her. <laughs> you see when that eyebrow goes yeah. up like that? You yeah. got you got to look out. When the eyebrow goes up, you better uh, buckle down. And it's going to be a rough one. Yeah. And Ellen and Bob. Whoa. Who's I'm going to ask. I'm going to ask Bob. Snow White or Jack the Ripper? Jack. I'm Snow White. I, I really? That. And, I'll, and I'll give you I'll give you an example. Um, the girls. We have teen- well, when we had teenage girls, they would go to their mother and they'd say, we want to go to the football game tonight, and then afterwards we're going to go to a huge boondocker party in North Scottsdale, and we're going to smoke grass and get drunk. <laughs> and my wife would say, go ask your father. <laughs> I've heard that one many times. Yeah, exactly. All righty. Well, listen, Dan, we're going to put you on hold because we're up against a break, and when we come back, if you have a question, we'll take it. And if you want to try to stump Jeremy and Bob and Ellen, then we'll take that too. The rest of you, we have four open lines available, 602 508 You can call us if you have a car question, and we're really good at marital spats. So if you and your wife argue about a particular aspect of your car, like why should we run it in recirculation, why should we run it in outside air and stuff like that, we can describe all of that to you. So if you have a marital issue that has to do with a car... Not whether he drinks too much or, <laughs> or whether she wears too much lipstick. We're not doing that, okay? 602-508-0960. We have four open lines, and you're welcome to grab it. My name is Mark Salem. We're here every Saturday talking about cars. Did you know Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons, Tom and Paul, operate Rain Tree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasserate paint and it's waterborne paint so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. We don't just have problems outside of America. We have problems here as well. The war for America's soul. Is whether America is a nation of laws or a nation of outlaws. Whether we are a sovereign nation or whether we are a sanctuary nation. 
radical socialism, illegal immigration, racial divides, and patriotism under siege. And threats to our Constitution arise daily. The problem for the Democratic Party is as racism recedes as an issue, they got to come up with more places to find it. The economics of racism are pretty simple. Uh, when the demand for racism exceeds the supply, they got to find new places to, to drill. Join us September 26th at the Scottsdale Center for the Performing Arts. Fox regular and author Michelle Malkin hits the stage to talk about her new book, Open Borders. Joining her for an all-star panel are Larry Elder, Dr. Sebastian Gorka, and Mike Gallagher. Go to 960thepatriot.com now for tickets. Only at 960thepatriot.com. Sponsored by our friends at Guns Etc. Hey, everyone. You know, let's all stop what we're doing right now and take a moment. That felt good, huh? Just like that, we had a nice, special sort of moment. Together. Of course, they don't all need to be quiet moments to be special. They could be loud moments, goofy moments, sporty moments, dorky moments. Moments where we talk or walk or just hang out. It doesn't really matter. They all count. Because every time dads like us take a moment like that to spend with our kids, well... It's pretty momentous. <laughs> Sounds like somebody agrees. So let's take a moment to make a moment. Today, call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Vision loss is not something that you feel until it happens. Most people lose their vision from diseases like macular degeneration and glaucoma, not at birth. With macular degeneration, you lose your central vision. You have a blind spot right in the center of your face, so I can't actually see your face. So even that little circle in which I could see became a big blur. I was 65 when I first was diagnosed with glaucoma. There were no symptoms. I had no headaches. Three million Americans have glaucoma, and half don't even know it. 11 million people in the United States have macular degeneration. You lose mobility, independence, changes your entire life. So many eye disorders can be treated if caught early. My husband tells me that I have beautiful brown eyes and I don't want to lose that. Make a plan today to get your eyes checked. Visit brightfocus.org to learn more. All about that demon, all the more Welcome back, everybody. 34 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem. Sitting to my left is Jeremy, the lead technicians at Harker's Automotive, 38th Avenue and Indian School. Next to him is Ellen. She actually runs the shop, and she takes care of all... She, she doesn't. She commands all the men. Next to her is Bob, that poor son of a gun. And then, of course, there's me. We've And Dan. Dan called in. Just give me a brief thing about Dan. Because he's your customer. Yes, Dan, he is, and he's just the nicest guy you ever want to meet. And he's his car, his truck, whatever. Is yeah, he's got a couple of them. Yeah, and they mean everything to him. And he takes really good care. And he's been to a couple places that didn't want to listen to all of his problems and didn't solve a lot of his problems. And he came to us, what, about a year ago, I think, or was six months ago or something? But he has been happy ever since and good. just the nicest guy. I wish all of our a lot of our customers were like him. Well, and it's just a communication level. Right. It's hard when the wife comes 
comes in and she doesn't know. Right. So we call the husbands, as you alluded. So yeah. it's the front uh, front counter yes. stuff. Okay, we're going to go to John. John, good morning. How can we help you? Good morning, Mark. Uh, I got a uh, 09 Ford uh, F-150, and uh, I had it diagnosed, and they told me it's got a real bad mist in it. And on each cylinder head, there, on the valve cover, there's what they call a solenoid that controls the timing. Okay. So... He had me go buy two of them, one for each side, and he was supposed to have small them, but now he's in such a, a problem that he can't do it because he's backlogged for the last two weeks, and I was wondering if you can recommend somebody on the Northwest side that, that I can have these solenoids uh, installed. You want to comment on that, Jeremy? Well, um, what you said you had a misfire uh was well, anything... it's, it's missing like crazy. He okay. reprogrammed it. Hold on, hold on. Let us ask you some questions. So when you drive this, is it misfire all the time? In other words, when it's at idle to when you rev this vehicle, the engine up, does it always feel like it has a misfire? Right, right. Is he talking about coil over? Well, he's, he's talking about the uh, cam advance actuator, oh, okay. I believe. And uh, the problem with that is... Uh, you know, it's going to advance the intake or the exhaust um, cams, but usually there is a point when it should smooth out if that's if that's the issue because um, they can get stuck and Ford has had some issues with them going which way. But I'm just wondering at what what point did we uh, determine that the actuator itself was bad? Because honestly, there are so many possibilities. Um, the Other solenoid, than that. yeah, the solenoid directs oil to this actuator in the front of the cam. The cam has another passageway that is oil actuated that then advances or retards timing to this uh, camshaft. And the problem you run into is um, electrically you have to have that solenoid working, but you also have to have the oil passageways clean and then the actuator itself has to work. And there's a lot of uh, moving parts. A lot of moving parts all can give you the exact same problem. So it sounds like this is kind of the first step. Let's try this type of thing and see what we do. Um, yeah, but it, John, you're not going to want to take it to a shop and hand them, you know, these two components that you have and say to them, put these on. And right. but one of my cowboys has the same thing, and our guy yeah. said it's five hundred and fifty to eight hundred dollars on right. the worst case right. scenario. And right. and 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 if that's the case, they've got to to go in quite deep to the motor. So really I think I think what what Jeremy's saying is is you really need a better diagnosis. There is a deeper diagnosis and work our industry is capable of identifying really close what's going on and what you said about our it runs fine sometimes. The cowboy says the same thing. There's times, well, but I it, I don't believe it, him because Fords don't run good at all. <laughs> but but anyway, it, I I started up and it's sitting there missing like crazy. And when I get down the road at a really high RPM, it w- it seems like it's smoothed out a little bit. Okay. But now what happened is he I took it to him and he used some kind of gadget. He reprogrammed it or whatever you want to call it, and it ran smooth for a couple of days, and then boom, it's back to where it's at. Okay. I don't know what he did, but that does help us in the sense that it's not going to be a valve problem, and it does help us that it's the advanced retard of the camshaft that's causing the problem. Right. So, anyway, well, good luck to you, John. And and as far as the northwest part of town, um, 38th Avenue and in Indian School close to you? Uh, it's kind of south. I'm on, like, uh, 79th and Bell. Okay. Union Hills. 
All right, Automotive Dynamics is up at Grand Avenue and 99th Avenue. Um, I've got them up there. I've got Action at uh, the I-17 in Deer Valley. Those guys can help you out. Okay? All right, thank you very much, John. We're going to take a quick break, but we're going to come back to Corky and Scott. Those are our first two callers, 602-508-0960. And if you'd like to join us, we've got three open lines, 602-508-0960. And the crew that's sitting in the studio today is from Harker's Automotive. Jeremy has 12 Master Techs. Bob, he just kind of hangs around. <laughs> Ellen tells Bob what to do. But, but, but I think between Jeremy and Bob, they've been able to fix just everything, about everything. I think if not everything, I've been able to send them. So we'll be back in a minute. The Seth Leapson Show, where the most important voices speak. Our good friend, William J. Bennett. Congratulations. I look forward to coming on again. Friend and scholar, Heather MacDonald. Thank you, as always, for having me on, Seth, and you're absolutely right. John Hinderocker from the Powerline blog. Great to be with you. Thank you, Seth. To me, the finest man in public service, Bill Montgomery. Thank you very much, Seth. Thanks for the conversation. Professor Alan Dershowitz. Anytime you want me on your show, I'm here. (laughs) I love intelligent talk. Weekdays from 3 to 6 on 960 The Patriot. Um, excuse me. Yes. In case you haven't noticed, advertising has changed over the years. What? Now there's digital. You need Salem Surround. When a customer does a search, do they find your business or the competition? Is your business's contact information accurate and everywhere it should be on the web? How about the right tools to turn visitors into leads? Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence. Are you the type who's got little time for talk but still wants to be plugged in? Wants the nickel tour by someone in the know? Wants the bottom line at the top of the page and at the top of the hour? I'm Terry Gilberg. Each day I write and deliver Terry's take on the topics, a digestible version of the issues of the day, every morning at 7.04 a.m., every evening at 6.04 p.m. My content is rich, researched, and reasoned. Get a fresh take every day on air, past takes every day online. 7.04 a.m., 6.04 p.m., and over 300 takes at 960 The Patriot. Terry's Take is sponsored by Modern Round, Upscale Lounge, and Eatery. Hey, guys, let's play some video games. This new dad plays video games with his sons. But the challenge feels like he's lifting a metric ton. So many buttons. His avatar just stares at the walls, twists and turns, and somehow falls. Help me. He's tangled up in the controller's cord. I just don't understand this crazy digital world. Crazy, crazy digital world. Heroes and worlds. But the love from his kids is totally apparent. See, you don't have to be perfect to be the perfect parent. should have just played catch. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of siblings in foster care will take you just as you are. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council. Rich is just a really, really, really good guy. The term good egg isn't enough to describe him. He's also certified organic and free range. Rich puts the cap back on everything. The toothpaste, the olive oil, the shampoo, everything. He lets his 10-year-old nephew beat him at virtual tennis, even though he can straight-up slay his 10-year-old nephew in virtual tennis. When the toilet paper is running low, Rich replaces the roll on the actual holder, not just on the back of the toilet. 
Rich is texting and driving. Rich? No. What are you doing, Rich? I was just telling everyone how great you are. Texting and driving makes good people look bad. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Patriot app tip number four. Want your voice heard? Email or leave a voice message straight from your Patriot app. Just open it up, click the upper left-hand corner, and select email or talk back. Download the Patriot app at your app store today. Welcome back, everybody. See where we're at. 43 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. Mark Salem, Jeremy, and Ellen and Bob, all from Harker's Automotive, 38th Avenue and Indian School, are sitting here next to me. They're pretty good diagnosticians, but they're only as good as you being able to drive, drive give us the symptoms. So the symptoms kind of have to match. And there's three answers, yes, no, or I don't know, and all three of them are acceptable. Let me tell you real quick about another good shop in town, and that's Action Auto. We talked about them, I-17 in Deer Valley. Tom's a great guy. I've known him since 1983. He does really good work. He has really good staff. And most important than anything else, he's a great fisherman. He has ASE Master Certified Techs. They know how to fix your car. And Action Auto, I-17 in Deer Valley, he's a good guy. And if you don't have a shop in that area, maybe you should go in for an oil change and see how you like them. Let's go back to the phones. And let's go to, is it Corky? Did I write that down? That's correct. Okay, Corky, the floor is yours. Okay, so I have a 1998 Jeep Wrangler 4x uh, with standard transmission coming uh, off the interstate uh, a couple days ago. I started losing power, pulled over, uh, shut off the vehicle, uh, started it back up. It started, it would idle. As soon as I gave it gas, it didn't want to do anything, just sputtered and spit. Eventually, I was able to nurse it back to my home which is about three miles away, doing the same thing. I got it there, let it set for a while, went out and started it, and it ran normal. I'd hold it at like 2,000 RPMs for three or four minutes with no missing at all. Okay. Now, so, it, it appears, hold on, it appears that the manual transmission has nothing to do with the story, right? The clutch is not slipping. You're correct. just running out yep. of engine power. Okay. All right. Go ahead. Correct. So I... To make a long story short, I took it to my normal mechanic, who has been really good, and he diagnosed it saying that the possibility they put a fuel pressure gauge on it, and it was at in the normal specs, but a little bit low, and we had a, had an engine light that said check engine. He said it showed a, uh, you know, that the engine was running lean, and he suggested replacing the pump. I just wanted your take on that. Well, has it ever had a pump? It had a pump two years ago, and it looked. I went back and looked at the records from the person I bought it from. It appeared to be a factory pump, OEM, because okay. it was five hundred and seventy-five dollars. Okay. Well, I don't like factory stuff because there is no such thing as factory stuff. Seventy-five percent of the new Ford trucks made offshore. Ford assembles their cars in Japan and in Mexico and the United States, but the parts come from every part of the world. So your OEM part is no better than I can buy in a variety of other things. Two oil filter companies, Wix and uh, Champ, they make everything. They paint the cans differently. So, you know, that don't lose sight of the fact that most shops can get a, the same part at a better price. I'm thinking he's got a fuel supply problem. Right. And, and hold on, I'm going to turn on your microphone so we can talk. Ellen... Do you ever rent 
the fuel gauge for a day or so to somebody? <laughs> no, we have not no. Okay. ever done that. <laughs> we do. We have oh, an extra you? one, and we just tape it to the windshield, run it through the crack, and we take a deposit, mm-hmm. and we want them to do their own diagnosis. Oh, I so, see. It, and it's a matter of, hey, when it runs poorly, does it drop? What does it drop? Yeah, when it runs poorly, it goes to 21. Otherwise, it's 40. And so that kind of helps in the diagnostic. Yes. The rent is like 200 bucks, but never mind that. Wow. I'm just kidding. Oh, <laughs> I think mean, we're missing out on something. Yeah, 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 that is the truth. So anyway, that that and that's what we're thinking. It would be nice if you'd let your shop, or if you'd ask your shop to loan you a gauge for a day or so. And if they want to rent you a gauge, that's fine. You're not going to be able to buy that for any anything cheap, but it's a good idea. But I'm not willing to say two-year-old pump. I'm not willing to say that you have a fuel starvation. And when he said it might be the pump, here's what he's saying. I'm guessing it's the pump. And um, that's... Yeah, let me me jump in here. The the pump that was put in two years ago, um, the the actual electric part of the pump could be good. And I've I've run into this a a number of times where when when you put a pump in, and you you said that's a little bit older of a Wrangler, they don't usually come as a complete assembly anymore. A lot of them you have the connection at the pump, and then it goes through the sender to another connection. And a lot of those harnesses don't get replaced when you put the pump in. So what you can have is a little bit of a loose connection or something that when it heats up or cools off or it gets a certain temperature, um, you're not getting the full power to the pump. And then when you shut it off, it cools off. That connection is restored. So sometimes when things are, are put in, you'll, you'll take them apart. And if you don't look real close at just the connection or the harness between the, the pump motor and then maybe the, the sending unit itself, because I just recently had one where the, the, the connection at the pump was okay, but when it comes to that connector up into the sender itself, that, that was a little loose. And so what happens is they get hot from that original pump failure it opens up, and then you've replaced the problem there, but later down the road, you'll have something come up that technically isn't the fuel pump, Correct. but it is still a fuel problem. Well, can't you just buy the whole assembly that comes with the harness uh, from the lid down? Not, uh, not unfortunately, the yeah. Unfortunately, we're getting into a lot more issue where, especially the older models, yeah, you know, 98, you're talking... Just uh, pump only. Okay. Quite a quite a, quite a older model, and it's it, ideally you'd want to do that, and... um. But even if you do that, there is still that connection outside that right. um, can also have that Correct. same thing. Because amperage with electrical circuits goes through the whole thing. So if you have a pump that goes out, all your connections you know, will get kind of taxed and, and loaded a little bit. And you may have one that is okay for a while. And then as the years go by, or two years in this case, maybe something is, is getting to where there's a little more resistance. That resistance turns into heat. It'll open up, and then you'll lose fuel pressure. Okay, but in reality, oh. Bob... We're, we're, the gauge will tell us what we want because if it drops way down, then and comes back up in some at least period you of time. It down to what area? Yeah, at least say. that is. So, Corky, I, I don't, I don't know what to tell you at this point. You have two choices: you can wait till it gets worse and easier to find. Um, you can get somebody to loan you or rent you, or you can buy your own fuel pressure gauge and tape it to the outside of your windshield, or you can hire somebody to guess. And I think you ought to. Right. I'll, I'll tell you something else, too. Let me ask you a question. Who drives this truck? You? Me. And what's really strange is I drove it down to the to the, to the shop with no problems at all. I drove, I've driven it around town since then. I drove it back from the shop without any problems. Okay. Well, where I was going with this is, is the kids at ASU go through fuel pumps a lot. A lot. And the reason why <laughs> is the fuel pump 
Well, do you think? Do you know why that is? No, I don't know. Okay. Well, they always run off the bottom quarter of the tank, and the pump is lubricated and cooled by the fuel in the tank. So when you're running down near the empty all the time, and stop pointing at your wife, Jeremy. <laughs> when you're running down an empty all the time, the, the pump doesn't get lubricated and cooled by the gas. So it's, it's a real easy thing. Is The car comes in, it's got an eighth of a tank, and uh, the fuel pump's wiped out of it. That's why I ask you about the fuel. If you're right. running off the, a quarter and north of that, then that's less likely to happen. And it's a good diagnosis to fill the tank and see if it's any better than when you run it down to an eighth of a tank. But anyway, Corky, and in reality, have... I did I did have it. It was it was below a quarter of a tank, maybe down to around an eighth or so. The light hadn't come on yet. It's a nineteen gallon tank, and the guy said, "Well, that's good because that way, if I have to pull it, it'll be a lot lighter for me to pull it." <laughs> okay, and I can understand. But just once, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit on that comment. So just once it happened below ha- a quarter, it, it's I'm I'm not going to guess that it needs a fuel pump. But anyway, thank you, Corky. We appreciate your call. And Scott, you're up next. How can I help you? Yes. Uh, <clears throat> good morning, folks. I appreciate the call. You bet. Um, hey, I'm working on an, an older Chevy pickup. It's a '73 Chevy. Uh, I replaced the radiator uh, with uh, a brass and uh, uh, copper radiator. I went ahead and uh, put the, the automatic transmission uh, uh, lines, and either the threads or one, one line, either the, thread, the threads were bad originally or I cross-threaded it. Okay. So uh, I guess I have two questions. Number one is if you can recommend a radiator shop, or number two, can I run a, a pipe or a uh, a thread or uh, a pipe tap uh, or a, a tubing line tap. Okay. All right. Well, you, you took the uh, words right out of my mouth because I was going to ask Bob that. I don't know if we can tap that because it's a flare. Yeah, it's, it's a, a flare fitting. Yeah. You've only got about three threads to grab a hold of. So. Right. Yeah. Uh, I would say most likely you're going to need to remove that fitting and, and have a, a radiator shop maybe resolder it. But... Uh, it, it needs to be pulled itself. and looked it's at. Just, it's the thread. I, I, we understand. We okay. understand. Okay. The, 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 look at. I, I think you should get some old gray-haired guy to take a look at this because right now you need another radiator, or you're going to have to pull the tank and and put yeah. another tank on that side. It, but there's a lot of us old guys that probably can straighten that up. Probably can work it in and out. Probably can get it to hold fluid. The only other option you got is is to put an auxiliary transmission cooler on it and hang it in front of the radiator. Uh, which I do. I do have an auxiliary. All right. Uh, well, Bob, does he need both? Oh, wait. Do you haul anything? No, no. I don't haul nothing. It's just okay. e- even at idle, uh, it's, it's happening. Uh, there's Okay. But you said you had another auxiliary radiator or uh, 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 transmission like an cooler? Aftermarket. Yeah, an aftermarket okay. transmission cooler. All right, yeah. Bob, what, what would you do? Well, if he's not doing any hauling, uh, the aftermarket cooler probably would be big enough. Do you know what size it is? How big it is? Uh, the the cooler itself. I, yeah. I, yeah. I, well, I I would imagine uh, I got to look at it right now. Maybe a ten. Your standard. Okay. Uh, I'm looking at looking at it right now, and maybe uh, it's uh, twelve by eight or twelve by oh. ten, maybe. You that, should be adequate to yeah. just uh, bypass your radiator cooler and go directly to that and run it through that. That's then, a good idea. And one other thing, if you want to find out if you're overheating, have you ever got one of those temperature guns from Harbor Freight? 
Uh, yeah, yeah, I have okay. one. Okay. Yeah. And on your gauge, you can also gun the top hose. The transi is going to typically run 10 degrees hotter than the coolant in your cooling system. But, so, you know, when, when you say bypass the radiator itself, the threads in the radiator itself is the ones that are bad. Now, I know we're going to bypass that cooler altogether. We're going to cut your lines, oh, cut the you. fittings off there, and we're going to run that to ah, the yeah, front yeah. cooler. Okay, so. I got what you're saying. Yeah. All righty. Well, listen, thank you very much, Scott. 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. The old guys know how to fix those threads about half the time. Would you yeah. agree? Half the time we could probably, and I don't know about you, but I'd probably get some steel thread and run it in there, uh, in and out, and see if you could straighten up. He needs up. to look at his look, the fitting going into it make sure that isn't what also burgered up. And yeah. and And you're right. The end result, the success of, of the repair is simply, does it leak or not? Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Work or it won't. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, um, I hope I didn't offend you, Jeremy, because I talked about gray-haired guys. And, uh, well, you uh, did say old gray-haired guys. And that's okay. Gray hair, you know what? what? <laughs> no matter how old you get, you're not going to have enough experience that we do. And, and you certainly don't want somebody going into doing brain surgery that has, you know, is just now starting to grow hair on his chest, you know? <laughs> You, you want somebody who's a little older than that. All right, we're going to come back in just a few minutes and do more calls, and you're welcome to join us, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. And one other good shop here in town is Auto Dynamics, family-owned and operated since 1982. Chuck and I go back to 1983, and now Derek, his son, runs Automotive Dynamics. An interesting concept that we're all watching they don't pay the technicians a commission or a percentage of your repair bill, so therefore they don't sell unnecessary parts and repairs. That's kind of an, a, something that we've heard about, but I know that I and, a, and many of the rest of us is kind of looking on how that works. And basically you're putting your technicians on salary, and maybe they don't get motivated, maybe they get too motivated, we don't know. But Autodynamics is in spite of all of that, Autodynamics is a, a large and trusted place for complete automotive services in Sun City. And I think I said it already, but they're on Grand Avenue on the north side of Grand, just west of 99th Avenue. So we'll come back and take your calls. Here's the phone number, 602-508-0960. we got lots of iHeart people, and that is 888-960-9696. 888-960-9696. Ninety-six. I had a guy call me, I don't know, from out of town, way far away, and he says, I would like, this is probably when I was in a bad mood, I would like one of your technicians to come on the air and tell us how it's like, what it's like to work for you. That ain't happening. <laughs> no, I, I've got, we got Eddie Cruz that has been with us 30 years, and Jeff's been with us a long time. I've got a lot of old timers working for me, and I think we all get along just fine. Um, they know that when they get called to my office, they're either going to get a hug and a kiss or get their butt chewed, and most of the time it's an attaboy. Do you get attaboys, Jeremy? Oh, yeah. Okay, from, Every day. From, from <laughs> Ellen or Bob? Well, from be- Ellen or Bob. <laughs> Probably Hey, me. he gets yes. it all. Now, see, all right, we know that. You need to be quiet when I'm asking him. <laughs> My goodness. Talk about thumping your chest over there. Oh, it's me. Poor Bob sitting over in the corner. Why don't you take his microphone away from him? Holy. What do we need you for over here? All righty. 602-508-0960. 602-508-960. 960 The Patriot. 
Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.